Hello. Welcome to the Pitch Proper Yank. My name is Alana Gaffney and I'm your host. This is the second ever weekend recap. So today I'm going to be going into the English Premier League games that occurred between September 30th to October 2nd, as well as the Major League Soccer games from the same weekend. So let's start with English Premier League. So just generally, in terms of notes, there were certainly some significant upsets at the top, and VAR is under attack again. We'll get there when we get there. So let's start with Saturday's games. So Aston Villa played Brighton Hove. Villa ended up winning 6-1. If you aren't shocked, you should be. That result is bananas. I know Villa was at home, but holy shit, that's quite the result. Brighton, what the What happened? According to the goals that I saw scored, defensively, Brighton was sorely lacking. And Villa, honestly, like, I think they've been overshadowed by other teams having more of a meteoric rise. They had a really good result into the end of last season. They're playing well this season. This is a huge win for them, though. So very, very big. A game with a more expected result was Arsenal versus Bournemouth. Arsenal ended up winning 4-0. Again, that was expected. I'm not even going to go into it. My lads, West Ham United played Sheffield. West Ham 1-2-0. TG. Would have liked to see more points on the board for West Ham. But Antonio was frustrating the shit out of the young Sheffield defenders, and I'll take that all day. Another game that happened that was somewhat expected was Newcastle United versus Burnley. Newcastle ended up winning 2-0. All right, and then sadly, another expected result was Everton versus Luton Town. Luton Town won 2 1, so it's not expected because Luton Town won. It's expected because Everton didn't. And Everton had a really good game last weekend, so I was hopeful for them, but this is not boding well. So there we are. The rest of Saturday, upset o'clock. Let's talk about it. Crystal Palace ended up beating Manchester United 1 0. Seemingly, Man United is going the route of Chelsea. Yikes. Some of the biggest news of the day was Wolverhampton beating Manchester City 2-1 at Molino, the Wolf Stadium. I think the injuries for Manchester City are certainly showing at this point. There was a lot of analysis that focused on Foden. Keep in mind, Foden is filling in KDB Boyd. So he struggled to keep up and create opportunities for Holland against Wolves having a really tight defensive strategy. At one point, the commentators said that Gary O'Neill was tactical perfection. Rodri was out due to yellow card suspension as well, which certainly did not help. And Pedro Neto from the Wolves really impressed. He had a great game. He had a great interception. He had strong pace. He gets the first goal off of Ruben Diaz. Dawson actually played fairly well, too. I don't always like to admit that because he is kind of a West Ham defector. He recently came from my squad. But it's good to see him doing well. The Wolves keeper got some strong saves, though there were a lot of moon balls from City. So I want to give him some credit, but also just note, not the best opportunities for Manchester City either. Alvarez from Man City ended up scoring a goal in the 58th minute via a free kick. There was some plucky perseverance from Huang Hee Chan from the Wolves. It was a goal at the 66th minute, actual game winner. The game to watch from Saturday was Tottenham versus Liverpool at Tottenham in North London. Okay, so Tottenham won 2 1. We need to break down why that happened because there is a lot of, there was a lot that happened in this game. So the first notable piece was the fact that Liverpool received not one but two red cards. One of the red cards was not nearly as disputed as the other. In one case, it was a second yellow for two yellow card offenses. Folks could get behind that. The first red card did not appear until VAR review that it was more of a red card. And it's split depending on who you speak to in terms of whether or not that should have been awarded. With that said, Tottenham won 2-1. They won in the very final end of the game. Liverpool hadn't lost at this newer Tottenham Stadium before this. 
Commentators called the second goal, the Matip own goal, unswallable. It happened in like the sixth minute of stoppage time in the second half. And frankly, it was so dramatic. Something else that occurred during the game, I was watching it and I didn't think as much of it when it was happening. So Luis Diaz scored and I think it was like the 32nd minute. It was somewhere in the 30 minute range. And you can hear, like, I I love the commentary. I'm always going to listen to the commentators. They were noting as they were speaking about this game, they were disagreeing on as to whether or not that goal was offside. And one of the commentators is like, I think I'm losing my mind. Why is everyone saying this is offside? That clearly looks onside to me. He wasn't losing his mind. So this was an occasion where this goal was checked for offside. In VAR, they looked at it. They deemed it was a goal. And due to a miscommunication between VAR and the on-pitch refs, it was viewed as not a goal. It was disallowed and play continued. Since then, there have been apologies in regard to these calls. These refs have been pulled off games, and you are hearing commentators like the two Robbies screaming about how this has undermined confidence in VAR. And at one point, at least one of the Robbies was saying if they could get rid of VAR today, they would. Not great. Truly, Klopp is upset. You can hear him in interviews uh, screaming for VAR review. And at this point, a lot of folks just, they're not about it. So realistically, this game, you just don't know how this game would have gone. This would have changed the trajectory because this would have been the first goal in the game. So assuming that it was allowed like it should have been, it would have been 1-0 Liverpool. And we don't know what would have happened after that. Would Liverpool have had more confidence? Would they have scored again? Would they have been less frustrated and the second yellow never would have happened? We don't know. So it's easy to say this would have been 2-2, but that's assuming everything else in the game would have gone as planned, and there's no way of knowing this at that point. But I can tell you there's a lot of upset Liverpool fans that are saying they were robbed of a point. All right, moving to Sunday's game. So Nottingham Forest versus Brentford. So this was a draw. Nottingham was seemingly bringing it, though. So this was a disappointing result for Brentford, especially considering that Nottingham was playing a man down from the 45th minute due to a red card. And then the final game of the weekend for EPL, so Chelsea versus Fulham. So Chelsea won 2-0, so they finally pulled out a win. There were two early goals, so it was Mudrick and Broja. So Fulham possessed more than 56%. Chelsea made far fewer crosses, but, I mean, the score is the score, and they ended up winning. And, frankly, like, I'm happy for them. I think, like, I want to see them win. I want to see them win. I don't want to see them in the dirt. I do have a couple of bonus EPL results. So Southampton ended up playing Leeds in the second tier in 1-3-1. If you're remembering these team names, these were two teams that dropped down from Premier League last year. So good for Southampton, Leeds, old Jeepers Creepers. And then Leicester City has continued to play well in the second tier. So they just beat the Blackburn Rovers 4-1, and they're kind of dominating at the top of the table in the second tier. Leicester City was certainly the team last year when they were relegated that it felt the most. Like, I talk about it in episode one. That one certainly hurt. I'm glad to see they're doing well. Would love to see them back. So that's everything for English Premier League so far. In terms of Major League Soccer, again, the intensity is building, building, building as we're moving towards the playoffs. Uh, In terms of the Derby watch, I want to reference the Texas Derby. Pete went with Houston Dynamo, and unfortunately, Pete, it was a draw. They were not successful. 
In terms of Major League Soccer and the games from Saturday, September 30th, I think some of the more notable results are New England beat Charlotte 2-1. New England seemingly is getting their groove back from having the managerial upset. Orlando City continued to play strong. They beat Montreal 3-0. Cincinnati remains dominant. They beat Toronto 3-2. Philadelphia and Columbus, I think that was one of the more heavyweight matches of the weekend. That was a draw 1-1. That was somewhat expected based on their places on the table. St. Louis had a great victory over Sporting KC 4-1. Beyond that, Inter-Miami drew New York City FC 1-1. LA Galaxy drew Portland 3-3. Another important draw. And one more draw just to even things out. Vancouver, DC United 2-2. Colorado had a victory over Austin 1-0. Not much to see there. And then Real Salt Lake was victorious over LAFC 1-0. What is next in terms of English Premier League and Major League Soccer? I'm looking to next weekend already. Let's start with Major League Soccer. And I said weekend. The games that I'm looking to watch are on October 4th. So that's Wednesday. I believe that's when this episode is coming out. So there's a few matches that I'm particularly interested in watching. New England Revolution is currently third in the Eastern Conference. They're playing Columbus Crew, who are fifth in the Eastern Conference. Philadelphia Union is fourth in the Eastern Conference. They are playing Atlanta FC, who are sixth in the Eastern Conference. I'm also a little interested in the Vancouver Whitecaps versus St. Louis game. Uh, So Vancouver is sixth in the Western Conference, and St. Louis is first in the Western Conference. In terms of EPL, I don't even think I want to watch on Saturday. All of the games that I'm interested in watching are on Sunday. So West Ham United is playing Newcastle. I'm nervous about this game, to be honest with you. Newcastle, is I think they've got their group back. I love the lads, so I'm a little nervous. Wolverhampton is playing Aston Villa. Let's see how that goes. They both just had a breakaway win. Brighton and Hove is playing Liverpool. And that game, in terms of the odds, it's incredibly close. And then Arsenal is playing Manchester City. So there's a bunch of heavyweights that are playing, and there's some plucky teams as well. So definitely tune in for that Sunday for what's going to be some good matches to watch. That's it for me this time. Until next time, Yanks.